0: Hello.
1: Hello, everyone, Hello. and welcome to the Gosh Daniel podcast. I was do it. Look who's doing the intro. It's a it's a Daniel takeover ruined, episode. Oh, man.
0: Daniel,
1: Daniel, Daniel.
0: You're ruining everything. Uh, I wish.
1: You wish what? Please tell us. Finish that sentence. Finish it. <laughs> I wish I'd never been born. <gasps> oh gosh. Wow, that was serious. No. I'm... Um. <laughs> well, well, maybe we'll just take a little intermission. Right. Yeah, I need. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, I'm just having a little bit of a breakdown right now, you know?
1: Um, that movie had, yes. like, a really
0: big impact on me, and it's, you know, I haven't really gotten Oh my gosh,
1: it. you know what we should have done? Like, we should have just started it, and then the first 15 seconds, we just wouldn't wouldn't say anything. And it'd be like, whoa, because, you know, they're going to talk about a quiet place, so, you know, they're not saying oh, anything. Oh, let's try it now. Okay, so like, funny. ready? Go.
0: <gasps> <Chew. laughs> Scree- <sighs> okay, that was yeah. good. Okay, that yep. happened. That was good. Um A Quiet Place was a good movie, I think, but kind of also it wasn't perfect, but also I like John Krasinski.
1: Um, yeah, if you don't like John Krasinski, something's wrong with you. Um that's just kind of And a also
0: fact. you will not enjoy the movie.
1: That is true. Unless well, I don't know. if we're, are we getting it into spoilers? I mean, we both saw it, but it's not just about us, you know. It's about our our very loyal listenership who may our
0: rabid fan base. Yes,
1: who may you know? We don't want to risk spoiling it for them.
0: Um, turn away now, really, if you haven't seen the movie. I say we should give you it. Don't want. Let's spoiled.
1: give a non-spoiler impression first. You want
0: to give a non-spoiler impression? Yes. Okay. We can give a non-spoiler impression and just, like, the the basic uh, general overall score, maybe.
1: Oh, oh my. Yes. Because we have to yes. be considerate. For those of, people. Yeah, yeah. The people who yeah, right. don't take this movie a, to be a priority enough to see it, which, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know if I if I like those people just for that reason, but it's okay. They're listening, and that's what matters. Right. Okay.
0: Um. Okay, so it's not a horror movie it's more of a thriller yeah and it's not all that intense of a movie
1: um okay yeah okay well here's the thing i don't
0: know about that when there's actual like things happening it doesn't feel as intense as when nothing is happening and we'll 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 go into that more in spoilers but like just a warning, it's like, I didn't really think it was that intense. Like, having watched something like Rear Window, like, I think (laughs) Hitchcock can be more intense. And I do think, um, uh, like, 10 Cloverfield Lane is infinitely more intense of a movie upon a first watch. Um, Yeah. but, but, But I still think it's like, it's not like it's not tense at all. It's just, it's not, like, if you're expecting, like, you're gonna be like crapping your pants or something like that then you're you're not so
1: yeah it, it has a lot of like kind of hold your breath moments at least for me um yeah but definitely not like th- i guess the plot itself wasn't suspenseful i don't know because i get what you're saying with 10 cloverfield lane where um uh, it was a suspenseful movie on the first watch especially because you didn't really even know what was going on like you had this this girl who was trying to kind of escape slash figure things out. And the figure things out was a scary element that added to her trying to escape. You didn't even know what, even if she does escape, will she even still be safe kind of thing? Right. So that, I guess for me, the
0: things that make a movie more tense are usually like when you have to be around something dangerous and it's like, it feels like at any moment something horrible could happen. Whereas in this movie, it doesn't feel like, they're constantly living with monsters around. It feels like uh, a monster could come if they're allowed, and then they have a little bit of time to prepare almost. So for me, it feels more like just live your life normally, and then there'll be some jump scares, and like then you're like fighting a monster or something like that. But it doesn't feel as much of like... You know, like if the whole time they were... I feel like it would be more tense almost if the monsters were like constantly around like even in their house and they had to like not make noise. I feel like that's probably the level of like tense anxiety that I would get from something like 10 Cloverfield Lane. So I feel like Mm -hmm. it's not as tense as it could be. But also that wasn't ever really the point of the movie. And I think it has more merits than just it's like scare factor. There are some jump scares. I think there are a few jump scares and... Some of them are kind of cheap, and some of them are pretty smart and stuff like that. But overall, like I wouldn't take a kid to see it, but it's not really all that bad, you know. Uh huh. As far as that goes. So.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not. I don't think it's full like horror or anything like that. It's it's just it has scary elements to it, but that necessarily isn't even the main part of the story. The part of the story is just the family surviving. And, you know, sometimes they're uh, having a peaceful dinner and then sometimes they're, you know, I guess almost dying because of these monsters or something or just living in fear. So Mm -hmm. um, and it it was cool to kind of see them, uh, them, their ways of adapting. Like that was interesting to me, too. Um, And yeah, it was
0: really smart, I think. Yeah. With the world building.
1: Yeah, totally. And I, I like how they took time to explore that. And of course, it made the beginning uh, fairly slow, I guess. and uh, But I liked the beginning more. I agree. I, I agree. It was, it was interesting. I, I understood that I had to be patient with it. And I don't know, I, I liked how everything was slowly taking its time to set up. and But my problem was, as that was happening, I was wondering what the point they were getting at. I guess like I was like okay they're really taking their time here this is cool but what's gonna kind of be like is there gonna be more to this like how much more to this is there gonna be I guess because I, I just wanted to know how much the plot was gonna unravel because kind of as it was setting up I, I knew what was gonna happen I guess and I knew it was I, I was gonna expect um, for the most part from there you know there was different events or different occurrences or different things that happened specifically. But I, you know, there was like the gist of that. That was my only concern, um, mm-hmm. that the plot wasn't exactly full of stuff. It was just, I don't know. I mean, you can definitely tell that, um, the John Krasinski, I mean, this is not his directorial debut because he directed episodes of the office, I guess, but like this being his and first, he, I mean, he
0: did a few other movies, but they weren't like, uh, uh-huh. big deals, so yeah this is his first like you know
1: genre movie and so of course i guess yeah. it, it under, it's understandable that he played it safe and it, it definitely worked in his favor um but not in his favor for me at least to give it like a five-star rating or anything
0: no it wasn't like um yeah it's not like a perfect movie or anything like that but it, it's just it, what it is doing i guess it does decently i mean it, it does it's it's well thought out and stuff like that but it has you know with the concept of a a movie being entirely quiet you have to do some things to eventually like ramp it up farther as the you know third act progresses and stuff like that so I feel like the monsters got a little slower that kind of thing and you know everything got a little louder so like you know stuff like that where it's just it's really hard to remain consistent with that kind of thing in a full-length movie For Mm -hmm. that concept, but I feel like it did an admirable job for, I mean, not even just for a first movie of this kind, but just for, you know, a movie in general. I think it was, uh, it did a fine job with it, but it wasn't like a masterpiece or anything. Uh Uh-huh. But it is one of the first, like, almost like kind of horror thrillers that really doesn't feel... Like, it has a few tropes, but it doesn't have stupid characters. And that's always what turns me off from, like, a movie like that. It makes me, like, usually just hate it when they have characters who just get really dumb. And (laughs) I don't think this movie had that at all. The characters felt, like, real and had a normal amount of intelligence and stuff for the kinds of situations they'd be put in.
1: I mean, the Cloverfield Paradox much, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, like, they kind of get dumb. Like, especially Chris O'Dowd got dumb in that one, and that was really stupid. But
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> also, it made no sense, but that's, you know, aside from the point. I guess, yeah, it, it felt like it was just well-crafted and thought out, which a lot of movies of this kind don't. But it doesn't mean it's perfect. It's got some problems that we'll talk about in spoilers. I would overall give it a rating of, like, 16, I guess okay so yeah
1: yeah i mean the movie it totally had a lot of heart i think which Mm -hmm. like i appreciate a lot in movies you can totally see the care that was taken for this movie of course like you said it isn't perfect but yeah i'll give it like a 16.5
0: yeah i mean by percentages maybe a 15 is more accurate to how i feel about it Uh uh-huh But um, yeah, somewhere in there, 15 and a half. Split the difference. Um, Yeah, it was fine. I liked it, but it's not great. And spoilers. Spoilers. So go away. Yes. People who haven't seen it. Please. Go watch it, though. It's definitely worth watching.
1: Yeah, especially in the theater. Um, But also. Maybe. (laughs) Also, yeah, the theater for me had its ups and downs because of all the really noisy people that was the downs i know and the the ups the ups was the really noisy people so
0: like you don't realize how loud theaters are until you're watching a movie where that's like entirely silent yeah but you know some guy with a bag of popcorn where he's constantly like rustling it and uh you know like talking or whispering or yes. anything. There
1: was a, like, it seems like people care more about their snacks than what they're watching, and it's so annoying. Cause, yeah. like, there was this, I don't know what this girl next to me was doing, but she had a box or something, and then she had popcorn. I think she, she was, like, you know, putting... Um, the peanut M&M's in her popcorn or something like that. But she was, she kept on shaking the box of M&M's. I don't know, like, why are you shaking the box? What the heck? Are you trying to get, like, a specific M&M to put in your popcorn or something? It was the most annoying thing. But I just took a deep breath. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get into the movie and I'm just going to zone out all this noise. And that sort of happened. But some of the, the, the scarier or more suspenseful scenes, I just, I loved. Because I I'm not necessarily, like, that much of an outwardly reactor of in like a scary movie or something like i'll maybe like clench my fist or like get really nervous and sweaty but i won't like scream or i won't like i don't know i don't know like get really jittery but when i hear like people in the crowd and they're like screaming or like i don't know like just, uh, it's really funny to me. Like, that was one of my highlights of going... I mean, I know that probably happens in a lot of horror movies, but I, I don't really go to, like, yeah. strictly horror movies. But I feel movies. like that
0: also happens more with uh the places in the U.S. that you live.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> my, my theater was, like, utterly silent, except for, like, the one or two jerks who brought in popcorn and tried to ruin the movie for everybody else. Uh-huh. But, like, nobody was, like jumping or freaking out or like shouting i guess for the most part like it didn't seem like seemed like everybody there was kind of used to this kind of movie or else just was like me and didn't really react much but Uh i don't know i feel like the the movie going audience where i am feels like a bit more i don't know if i would use the word intelligent but experienced i guess (sighs) yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna go with experienced um. Yeah, I I feel like everybody there knew what they were getting themselves into and had seen movies like this before. So.
1: Uh huh. I think. I don't know. I Except think. Except just... for that
0: one guy with the popcorn, and <laughs> afterwards, his daughter asked him if he enjoyed the movie, and he went, "eh." And I'm like, "Well." <laughs> you ruined the movie for lots of people by being super loud. And then you yourself didn't even enjoy it, which means like one, you were probably more interested in your popcorn than the movie. And two, like, just don't go see the movie and like, leave us be. Thank you. And goodbye. And he was sitting right next to me, like directly next to me. Like he came in like right before the movie started or like right at the beginning of the movie and like sat down right next to me out of everywhere in the theater and then was rustling with his popcorn bag a lot. <laughs> wow, it was irritating.
1: I hope you're I hope you can forgive him one of these days.
0: Never. Uh-huh. I don't have that kind of uh, ability. I I can't forgive somebody who ruins a <laughs> movie going experience. Uh-huh. I mean, it was still an enjoyable movie going experience, I guess. It's fun to watch for the first time, but like I kind of wish you could just watch it in a soundproof chamber.
1: Oh, a soundproof chamber. Okay, I'll just... Yeah, Yeah, I'll
0: just... Like, worth a bunch... Like, or in a theater where nobody else is. Just an empty theater. by yourself. That'd be so... Yeah, just where other people aren't bothering.
1: Like, when this movie's out for, like, a month or two, and, you know, that it's just people have stopped going to see it, I'd go see it again. That'd be so fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I I do have the the movie pass thing. I might go do that
1: again. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I mean... Rampage is next, though. <laughs> oh, gosh,
1: I'm... Ah, oh, that's exciting for you there. I
0: can't wait. I'm gonna go see it. I will. I definitely will.
1: Okay, have fun. Are you gonna go see it? Uh, maybe. It's weird because, you know, for some reason, I never really get snacks in a theater. Um, Same. So, like, ever, really? I mean, maybe occasionally, Same. like, a drink or something. But, like, when I went to go see... Um, Pacific Rim. Uh, like my parents got a snack or whatever, and I'm like, "Good, I'm gonna need some, you know, like a boost or something through this movie." <laughs> yeah, I actually,
0: I normally don't get movie in the theater. Uh, I mean, <laughs> wow, you don't really don't get normally movies in theater. <laughs> I usually don't get food at the movies, but um, this time I, I mean, when I went to go see Pacific Rim, I ate a hot dog to to get over my sorrow.
1: Wow. I mean, it wasn't garbage. It just wasn't any hot good. Dog shame
0: yeah Yeah. a movie hot dog (laughs) and the horrible thing about that was the mustard packet like wouldn't like open normally and so i was like trying to get it on my hot dog but then i realized like halfway through the packet that i was spraying it all over my jacket
1: oh Um, my gosh (laughs) that sounds horrible it was really
0: sad it was really obnoxious like it But it was, like, a little tiny, like, punctured hole in it. So, like, it was, like, spraying, like, wildly all over my jacket. (laughs) And I mean, like, all over. Like, the first thing I did when I got home is I, like, took off my jacket and put it in the wash. It was really irritating. Uh. And then the the whole time, like, I was eating the hot dog, I'm like, geez, this doesn't even, like, have any kind of mustard flavor on there. I like what happened. (laughs) Hey, that. And it was all on my jacket. So there we go.
1: Next time, you know, just bring your own mustard, man. Yeah, hashtag byom. Uh huh. Bring your own mustard.
0: <laughs> that should be. I mean, no outside food or drinks, right? But like, they never said anything about condiments.
1: That's true. You could just. I mean, you could just sneak it in, though. You know, sne- sneak I in a little thing of mustard. Yeah, I take mean, it everywhere. they would with be none me. the wiser. Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: but what happens if they have to confiscate it when they see it? You're like, sir, no outside mustard is allowed in the theater. You just have. You just have like a backup mustard in your back pocket or something you're like oh okay i'll just start going to the theater with like pockets full of mustard and like (laughs) and like not even in a container just like just like squirt a bunch of mustard in your pocket or something
1: oh i was thinking you should just put it in like plastic bags that's actually probably a worse idea and then you just dip whatever you have in the plastic bag and then shake it around and you're gonna make
0: me throw up
1: (laughs) <laughs> and then it'll be full of mustard. <laughs> okay, we should no. probably get to the review. Oh yeah. Oh, okay, I forgot. So spoilers. Spoilers. I forgot about a quiet place. Uh-huh. Um, spoilers. All right, so for is... for this episode,
0: we're going to do a bit more ASMR for it.
1: No. Oh, well, it so does I thought This movie was pretty It good, is in but, theme. Uh, but overall like it just it had a few problems for me. I think uh yeah, like it got kind of John like, Krasinski dies on. in the movie. It's really sad.
0: I could see why he did it. It was just a fight for the character, but I kind of would have preferred to see his character live rather than die. I just didn't think that was like the perfect emotional beat to hit, but
1: I understand that was kind of the whole point of his movie. I wanted him to Oh, live. come on. Oh, I, I whisper
0: this whole time, and then you just talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Like, <laughs> you have
1: to. Okay, fine, fine.
0: Whatever. Shh, shh. No, 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 don't. I don't want to have to hear that.
1: Okay, whatever. Then you, you don't get to hear me whisper. Um, uh, yeah. John Krasinski, he, yeah. So I think that he, they should have faked us out and, you know, set up set up his death. And then somehow the kids, like, find an inventive way of, uh, you know, making him not die. Because it, it seemed like, like they could do something, you know.
0: I don't know. Yeah, it just, I don't know. It felt, at the end, it felt a little bit kind of tropey.
1: Yes, that's true. The ending But I did like that
0: they were able to like pull out the clutch or whatever and like just kinda drift down the hill all the way back to the house. Like I did think that was kinda cool. Yeah. But I'm just curious as to why they didn't do that to begin with when the monster was on there. Like felt like a lot of it didn't really need to happen. And also that monster like breaks through the silo like easily and yet and it's like cutting through metal with its claws like at that door. Like that they're having holding above them in the silo and everything like that, but then when it gets to the car, it's like I can't do anything and <laughs> just shake I can't the do car. It. Like it, it just shakes it. it. Like it, it doesn't even try to like you don't see its claws like stab through the roof of it or anything. Like it doesn't do anything. Uh huh. Which is kind of I guess if you want to count it as a plot hole, it's a plot hole. But it's also the kind of thing that happens in um, a lot of horror movies, which makes it more of a trope than a plot hole, in my opinion.
1: True. But,
0: I don't know. Yeah. But that was like instantly. I was just like, uh. Eh,
1: I mean, it was okay. like
0: Yeah, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner there. Like you could have just cut that scene where like you see them like look at the silo and like they you, they look through like the giant hole. Like if you'd cut out that one shot, you probably wouldn't have had a problem.
1: But then how did he get in there?
0: Well, he jumped
1: Oh, that's true.
0: Like, you see you see that shot where he got, jumps down, and then, like, you assume that he breaks out, but, like, they could have, even, like, if they wanted to, they could reshot it where, like, they just kind of look up a little bit where it looks like he's, like, maybe crawling on the side of the silo. I don't know. They could do something mm-hmm. to, like, have that creature, like, get out of there without having to create a plot hole. And mm-hmm. that was just kind of, I don't know, This seemed kind of sloppy. Yeah. They, they should have, like, somebody would have recognized that in the editing room the very least
1: yeah wow you're really uncovering this movie yeah and then okay so the third
0: act was like sort of a problem in another way because there's that scene where emily blunt like kind of wakes up and there's the monster in there with her and the baby and she grabs the baby and then she hides under like the kind of waterfall thing but that wasn't that loud and the baby's crying was louder even in the sound mixing So I don't really know why the monster, like, took this really long time just getting up close. When, like, throughout the rest of the movie, like, they just, like, especially in the first half, they're, like, just barreling through and get something, and, like, you don't even really see what happened. And then it's just, like, really slowly, like, hmm. And then it listens a little bit, and it's, like, I mean, it looks like a shot from, like, um, I don't know, Jurassic Park or something like that with the velociraptors. Like, for some reason, it reminded me of that, but... Also, like, I, they're just... They seem, like, fast and instantly angry, and it would have heard the baby crying despite the little tiny bit of water spilling in front of them. That that part was just a bit annoying to me, that it took that long for it to do anything, and then they heard a louder noise and left. Yeah. I just feel like they had to speed those up a little bit, you know? Or at least make it more convincing why there was a louder noise and it was getting confused. But that one in particular seemed to not work for me.
1: Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, with... With the the like the beginning in the beginning when they'd come and they'd just like you know, be really fast. I guess it's it it seemed different just because you know it was like a noise that was different than the noise of the environment and it was clearly standing out from the rest and so they could just immediately assume what it is and just go for it. Um, while right. they had the the water kind of even if it wasn't as loud as the baby it was still getting confused with the environment, I guess. I don't know. I justified it a little bit, but I could see your point, but the baby's the like
0: kind of shrill in a completely different noise. And it was louder. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I don't know. Like it, maybe even if you made the baby, like not cry and it was just them breathing. Like I could understand that. Mm-hmm. But with the, the addition of the baby crying, I feel like they were just instantly dead at that point. It's, it, like in that scene in particular, not in like all the rest of them. I feel like, the rest of them were a bit more intelligent about that. Yeah. Also, the nail, like, jeez, that was painful to watch.
1: That was so... I really... Actually, I thought that was really well done. Like, it, it was it was, yeah. a, it was, a clear setup, you know? Like, it wasn't anything, you know, that... You, it wasn't inconspicuous, I guess. It was just... It was kind of like, you know this is going to happen, and we're going to let you fear for it. <laughs> and, yeah. And then when it happened, it was... Oh, it was quite the payoff like that. Yeah. Oh gosh, cuz you know it's just the 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 events that are happening. It's just the worst timing for each and every one of them, I guess. Mhm. So,
0: but I kept getting scared at um Like, when they kept going back down the stairs after that, like, I'm just like, is anybody else going to step on the nail? Yes,
1: that's what I was thinking, too. And
0: nobody did, which added, like, a bit of suspense that I don't think was intended to be there. Like, maybe there was a thing that they, like, cut out where he removed the nail or something like that, but, like, I don't... Yeah, that was a bit weird to me. But I did like that they had, like... I mean, it was smart with the box and the baby and all that stuff. When they eventually were able to soundproof it, that was kind of cool. And that they had, like, painted places where you should step. Uh-huh. Like, that doesn't creak. Like, all of that was really smart. And that they have like, sand on the ground on their paths that they travel. And, like, it it was all smart, I guess. Except for that, like, when the monsters randomly got dumb. But I did think that that sequence with, uh, like, so, like, the progression of the nail to the baby coming and then the the bathtub and all that stuff that was like a really great sequence and i think that all made sense and was kind of smart
1: yeah yeah i think definitely there's some there's definitely like five star scenes like this the the only thing that weighs it down for me is um like i really wish they fleshed out the creatures a bit more um that kind of thing yeah and the design was kind of boring yeah it's true the design wasn't... but I did like
0: the show don't tell where it like explains how they came from like uh you know a meteor that crashed and all that stuff. I thought that was cool like that you could just kind of see that when it goes over the newspapers and they don't have to spend time on it.
1: I really liked the newspapers yeah. like that... the the
0: show don't tell kind of stuff in the the you know first half of the movie I thought was really good.
1: It was really inventive like I'm so happy they didn't do like the cliche news footage thing or whatever it is yeah like, the... geez, yeah. I don't know, that always is annoying. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I wish they fleshed out the monsters a bit more. and I wish they added, I don't know, another layer, I guess, to the plot and that kind of sounds like it sounds ridiculous, considering all the things that happened in the movie. but I, I, if they had a, like a, a further resolution that they were going for that like was being unraveled, I guess, that would probably make it a little bit more fulfilling, I guess like yeah i was I was hoping uh, instead of the ending, it being you know like, oh uh, sh- i, I f- we figured out you know the the um the hearing aid you know r- repels them, I guess, okay, or it weakens them, so then and then you know, she puts it back up to the huge microphone thing, and then you know, Emily blunt like cocks the gun and's like, yeah, we're gonna kill some alien things, and like, uh sure, that was like a. I guess, like, uh, I, it got me excited, but I knew it was kind of a cheap ending. Um, I was just... Yeah, I was I
0: thought it was fine, I guess. But maybe maybe the way they cocked the gun was, like, a bit ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like, I knew that that was a little, little too, I don't know, like, it didn't kind of fit the theme. Like, it was still cool, like, I was like, oh, heck yeah, yeah, like, kill. Like, it got me excited, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I was hoping that it would be more of, like, we finally found a way to survive and now we can set up a system that allows us to repel the beasts and live in peace kind of with more assurance i guess of that yeah um and so i guess that would have been cool so i guess i mean that implies that but it, like it, it it ends supposedly before the climax which i didn't even need to see that that climax or whatever it was of them killing the, the things but um yeah i wish they had a, a more of a point to it. Because I know the point was family and that kind of thing, that element to it was great, but I don't think that was exactly enough to carry the movie for me. Which... Well, it wasn't enough to car- carry the movie
0: once he died, I guess.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, it, w- it didn't carry... It wasn't enough to carry it till the end, especially because he died. Because yeah. I love that beginning, though, because the beginning showed us the family, and-, and we got to learn about them. But once it reached the point where it's like, okay, something has to change, something has to grow here, I guess... Um, it kind of got stuck at the whole, like, no, this is still about protection and family and that kind of thing, which, yeah, I mean, it's still more, it's still more than a lot of thriller suspense movies have, which, you know, I don't want to take that for granted. Like this is still good and, and different and better than a lot of other movies. Um, but it, it just, I, I guess I didn't give it five stars for a reason, you know, I, on letterboxd. So yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I'd say like the, the sound design was really good and I did like I really liked how they introduced how she was um, deaf because of like they cut back and forth between the characters and like the sound cuts out when it's when you're with her and that kind of thing mm-hmm. that was cool like there was never a point where he like signs to her you're deaf or something dumb like that you know yeah. like it was just you eventually see the hearing aids and that becomes a thing that, that introduces it if you missed it but I did like how the first way they introduce it is just by the sound design, and that's something that that I really liked. But it did feel like the movie just got progressively louder.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that
0: was true. Weird. It's like you like you know they're playing with like felt pieces, uh, with Monopoly and that kind of thing, but then by the end of it, it's like you know, just <laughs> I don't know. It, it just it did feel like the sound design just kept getting louder, and like the the their hearing got like kind of worse as it went on or something like that so
1: and i think that's the big dilemma with a movie like that with such a yeah. just a, a, a unique plot structure where it's like okay you can't make a sound but that's not exactly true you you can but like at what level you know can you mm-hmm. i guess like cuz it depends i guess they didn't really flesh it out about like i mean they kind of did it you know it depends how many are in the area it depends how close they are right to the sound that you make But it's
0: weird that they're doing that when they're, like, that far away, but then as the movie gets, like, farther along, those monsters are, like, right next to them, and it's still, like, louder.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's why I said I really wish they could have fleshed out those creatures more, because I I know there's a way that they can make it work. Um, um, But I think that was them, you know, trying to not focus on the creatures, I guess, which is cool, and that's different, but... I wanted them to flesh out the creatures while still not focusing on them entirely, which is so weird.
0: Yeah. So like if we're going to see them that often, we need to know like the, the parameters here. And if we're not going to see them, then like, I feel like it's almost as important if not more so. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like because we saw them so much, maybe it just makes more sense that we'd have to have them more fleshed out to not create a potential plot hole in sound. Um, Mm -hmm. but like maybe, maybe you could get away with not seeing them and that would maybe make those potholes kind of disappear, but it, it still wouldn't feel as satisfying. So I don't know. I kind of would have liked not seeing the monster as much.
1: Yeah, that would be, that would definitely be out there. And that Because the design wasn't
0: all that great, you know, like it looked like everything else.
1: Yeah, that'd be so cool. Yeah. And I mean, they could... I wonder how fleshed out they made them to themselves without, like, putting it in the movie exactly, you know? Right.
0: It seems like they didn't really flesh them out beyond the script. Yeah, that, That's kind of what it seemed like.
1: I bet if they did that, they would have been able to be more consistent and, I don't know. I, right. Make more sense of it, I guess. So Because yeah. it definitely felt like it was so close, I think, in terms of that, but it just wasn't right on it i guess so yeah i was definitely lacking in that but i don't know i I, like no matter all the critiques and no matter you know all the problems with it it's still a win for john krasinski so i'm happy (laughs) definitely
0: yeah and i did like the way that they handle family and all that kind of stuff it felt a bit more real than a lot of other movies that i've seen it did It, it, uh, it wasn't
1: like cheesy or anything it just seemed um it w- and, like, it wasn't cheesy, nor was it overcomplicated.
0: Um, yeah, it just, yeah, it seemed kind of... Just real. Good, I <laughs> yeah. guess. But I, I, I guess I should mention, like, I didn't think the dialogue was super strong, like, when they're actually just able to talk normally. Some of it was weird. Like, when the kid's like, well, do you love her? Then you should tell her. Like, that kind of stuff just felt, like, a bit... I don't know if that fits that kid's character. And then when emily blunt's just like if we can't protect them who are we and i'm like haven't they had this conversation for like the last two years i don't understand why you know like that kind of stuff felt those those bits of dialogue didn't really they felt like they were there for the moviegoers sake rather than for like the characters in the story
1: yeah yeah i but, wonder how you yeah. do that because you know it kind of places them Having you know been in this environment for a little while, like over a year at least. I mean, the movie begins in eighty days. like like the 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 it was. I think it was like eighty six or something like that. But then it's you know skips yeah. to like over a year um, since mm-hmm. you know the creatures came. Um, and so, they're
0: clearly decent at sign language, so they could have had all these conversations before. And I don't really understand a lot of that.
1: Yeah, I, I wonder. Like how they would do that though, how would they would you know convey that what they were trying to convey with this you know uh, idea of family and all that stuff without just blatantly having these other conversations? Like would you have them? We can't protect them. Who are we? (laughs) Would you have them speak the dialogue, but having created these you know simulated previous conversations over the years? So you'd have to approach it like they've had these conversations before maybe they're having a new realization because these creatures are here right so maybe it would have to be a little bit deeper than just we have to protect them
0: yeah i felt like that was just a bit i don't know like i I like the element of
1: you know having to grieve over their their child and i wish they put that more as a part of the plot And, and they kind of did but more as like a key component with all the characters that they kind of are hurt together and it's hard for them to I don't know be a family because they lost a member of their family and so after this event I mean I kind of thought they did that
0: after this event
1: they kind of grew closer but they did do that but they I don't think they like emphasized it enough honestly and that's something they could have made a part of the dialogue
0: yeah that's true it wasn't well no it was part of the dialogue actually you think yeah, because I'm pretty sure they were like, "Why, like, we didn't protect him or something like that."
1: And so that translated to them having to like focus on protecting them. But I mean, like, take that a step further. You know, I I don't know because like you right. said, no, they've been I in mean, this situation for a while. But so. like you
0: see in a lot of show, don't tell, and just how they react, like, and how they they still are affected by, um, by him that's gone. But like,
1: I really like I don't know I really liked when she was. Like, I could have carried him, you know, I wasn't carrying anything, that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, that, yeah, was, that good. was good. I really like that.
0: But then when they're like, if we can't protect them, then who are we? And also, I'm like, okay, well, why did you choose to bring this new kid into the world? And secondly, like, avert your ears, uh, listeners, but like, how did they have sex silently?
1: Okay, okay there. I don't know.
0: I'm sorry. No, but that's just part of the movie logic that didn't make any sense to me. Like just both of those things were, like stand out like is that a
1: plot hole? I don't think it like, is. Like they didn't have the, they, they have didn't to...
0: have they didn't have the soundproof anything. So like Also they're living in like a one room like <laughs> that doesn't make any sense to me. Maybe I'm sorry. Maybe the
1: parents just, you know, had a little getaway.
0: But the whole, but that doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Just, just admit it makes no sense. No,
1: they just had a, they had a little camping trip right by the waterfall.
0: Okay, actually, no, that makes sense now. Yeah, the waterfall. Uh Uh-huh. But they wouldn't have left their kids alone. They totally Um, would not have left their kids alone.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's really important, honestly um it's like it's kind of like saying i think it is well there's a huge plot hole what happens if they fart or whatever like that it's like it's like saying that where it's like do you want us to explain it to you like if they fart they'll fart silently or they'll fart uh on a pillow (laughs) so i mean it's really weird to explain um but there it is explained why would the movie want to explain that i guess
0: fine fine I know, but I mean, I mean, just like the fact that like maybe we wouldn't have seen them have a new kid, like I that added a lot to the plot. But like also I, at the I, same would, time, I, I would, I
1: would want it so that it's it's sooner. I mean, that seems like the only way it would work. So they conceive the child before all of this, that kind of thing. Yeah, like I would like that.
0: Yeah. So instead and it'd of have day, to be like earlier on in the timeline or something. Yeah, like
1: that. instead of day four hundred, it's day. I don't know, let trying to do math here, like 100 or, I don't know, or 150 or,
0: I don't know. Yeah, something. So, she, yeah, because she
1: was pregnant beforehand. Because nine months and, like, 400 days is over a year. So, I don't know, like, I don't know, just under a year, right? So, it'll be like... Yeah,
0: it could be, like, day 200-something.
1: Yeah, like, half of what we were at. Because then that yeah. would make more sense because then it would still be fresher in their brains having to protect their kids. It would still be, you know, if if the boy still died day 80, then it would still be like a an, an event that they've had to kind of had time to recover, but still are from it. So it would still make sense. Um, maybe if it was sooner, that would make more sense, I guess.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. I mean, the movie's out and it was good, so <laughs> we can't really change that.
0: I liked it. I know. Like, we, it's funny how you nitpick something like this because it's, like, you know, when something's almost perfect, you're like, if they have just done this, and it gets a little bit more frustrating in some ways because you're just like, it's almost there, <sighs> you know? Whereas, like, we're not going to go through all of this with something like Pacific Rim or Ready Player One because it's like, well, there's, there's too much there. But with A Quiet Place, it's just like, they're just these two little things, and then yeah. it's, you know? Mm-hmm.
1: And, I mean, because especially with Ready Player One and Pacific Rim Uprising, it's like, I don't care about those movies because they are so bad and there's so much right so i really care about this movie and you know i I care enough about it to analyze it and want to see kind of why i didn't absolutely adore it or absolutely love it or you know um right and i mean just the concept itself is enough to get me to like it at least you know Mm -hmm. so that, that that's definitely in its favor Um, I just, you know, they kind of needed to explore a little bit, I don't know, a little bit more in depth. And I've already said this, especially with the creatures, though. So, um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: All right. So we need to probably start about, start getting at our ratings.
0: Like, as far as the the quality of the production or whatever, I'm going to give it a 17. The Foley was really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I'll give it a 17, 17
1: too. 17 definitely accurate.
0: And um, story-wise, I'll give it a 16, I guess.
1: A 16? Okay. Yeah, I'll yeah. give it... I agree. Yeah, I think it's honestly a 16. Just...
0: And then characters would also maybe be a 16 or a 17.
1: Yeah, right. It's, it's, it's I don't know, it's 17. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. the characters were really good, even though we didn't exactly have a, a lot of time to get to know them. Because we just mm-hmm. got to know the family, I guess. So that was cool.
0: Right. And then I guess there's that fourth category there. Um, and I feel like it did have kind of a point that it was trying to make, that it tr- kind of tried to hammer home. It didn't seem, like, ridiculous, and I cared about the the relationships between the characters and it didn't feel terrible, but like I don't know, something about it didn't feel as like complex as they could have gone with that in the the confines of the story.
1: Yeah, complexity. That's that's you're right. That was that was a big element, I think, of that it was missing.
0: Like it had it had like a kind of a simple thing that maybe for the runtime they could have added like another layer to the point i guess of the the story or whatever i i would say like i don't know a 16 as well or something Uh uh-huh um yeah like overall it's really great but it's not fantastic yeah yeah incredible like i definitely go recommend comparison i definitely recommend it yeah uh, in comparison to, like, other movies that I would rate a similar thing, like Spider-Man Homecoming or even, like, The Ragnarok or something like that. Like, it's definitely a better movie than I those. agree, yeah. Because um, it has kind of more of a point, and it does maybe a better job at that. I mean, there's the different genres, but usually I don't like this genre, so I feel like the fact that I like it maybe means... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's fine. It's great. And it's just enough that it's, you know... 16 but not like that doesn't mean that it's bad or that it's exactly like you can't really compare between different scores so Uh between like how we score different ones because yeah anyways so that's that's the thing that's the review that's the you know the thing it's a quiet place it was a movie and you should go see it probably and you hopefully have if you're still listening
1: yeah that's true and i'm
0: i'm talking to you muffin princess 1000 yes I am, thank you you should be ashamed we need to confront her you should be ashamed
1: she has reportedly been listening to the spoiler part of our reviews without having Every seen time. the movies Come on. Disgusting. Come on. By the way, in case you're listening and don't know what a muffin prince- princess one thousand is, that's a Patreon. Oh wait, a patron. I would say patron. <laughs> Again. <laughs> that's a patron, folks. Uh.
0: Along with Noreen, Hunt the Bunt Gunter Schmunter, the Schmeckeldorf family, and uh he who wishes to not be named. So thank you guys and, you're cool. guys. and I like I like your money. <laughs> Wow uh, and and here's what the patreon money is going to it's going to fund us making a movie actually oh that's what we're doing right now gosh. So yes and we do actually that is have what going towards
1: we have an episode on the patreon uh, in our bi-weekly podcast on there uh of us talking about you know analyzing movies and how we'd want to create a movie of our own in that sense and that kind of relates to you know us making a movie so, yeah, if that's something that I mean, interests it's,
0: you. When we say it's a movie, it's probably more of a short film. Yeah, but it's only like still,
1: ten minutes, maybe.
0: We're trying very hard. We're trying to do the very best we can in post production, um, and and try to make it as as post production.
1: I'm talking about the foundation, the story, right there. You know. Yeah, that stuff
0: is important too. But like the, I guess the the interesting thing about it is that we're all like doing every part of it. Uh-huh. Like, we're probably, like, I'm going to try to make the score, and Gosh. we're yeah. writing it. We and, need to find and, some you know.
1: friends or something. <laughs> yeah. Some people to help us out.
0: So, I mean, if you're a friend that can help us out, yeah. uh, that can either be monetary, or, you know, you're just willing to help us when we're filming. Then, um, um, <laughs> yeah just message so, yeah.
1: us you know or email us actually gosh daniel rance at gmail.com that's true <sighs> do it you can also find the full
0: uh archive of our episodes at gosh daniel dot what you do i mean it's a crappy looking blog so i'm sorry about that but what you do is you click on the title of each episode and it'll just take you to like the direct like download link or whatever for for where it is located and uh that is that is the easiest way to listen to our previous episodes because uh the way we have it set up on like itunes and stitcher and all of those is it only has the latest 25 episodes and Mm -hmm. we are not capable of extending that for so sorry anyways but i mean if you want to listen to a review of valerian then like you can yeah that's, Batman. True.
1: <laughs> that's true those are the days right there <laughs> yeah also something that's probably the most important thing is to review us on itunes yeah, or on stitcher whoa. if you can um that'd be great um we helps really people need people some... find us yeah but only review us if you think we're good but if you think we're bad just forget about reviewing us you, like we're so bad you can't even review us just think that way and we'll be good uh, so yeah yeah okay i think that's everything that's all the things we needed to Hit up at the end. Uh thanks Oh for yeah, and one again. more thing. Uh
0: oh. Uh make sure to tweet Daniel at the childish guy on Twitter and thank him for editing this episode of
1: the podcast because Whoa. I'm not going to. That yep. was really sly there. Okay, thank whatever. You, thank you. I'll I'll find a way. I have a way to find, you know. You'll always find a way. Whoa. That's something yep. right there. Okay, well
0: um life always finds a way
1: oh wow that was good that was really good i'm so excited for i
0: got that wrong anyways didn't i <laughs> i don't
1: i don't know it just
0: it... he just said life finds a way wasn't it it wasn't always uh,
1: yeah maybe i don't know
0: go jeff goldblum anyways. goodbye yeah um. he's great i i liked him in isle of dogs which you're going to see today maybe
1: yes i am going to see today maybe Woo! Yay! yay oh my gosh yeah.
0: i'm so excited. Also, I saw Lawrence of Arabia. I don't know why I want to talk about this on the podcast, but I saw Lawrence of Arabia yesterday, and it's crazy. It's, like, super long. It's, like, three hours and 40 minutes or something ridiculous, but um, it has, like, an intermission in, like, the middle of the story for, like, 10 minutes, and then it opens up where, like, some time has passed, and it's, like, that's the coolest thing ever is that it has, like, this black screen with, like, the score still kind of going, and it's like interesting but it's just for people to like take a break like when it was showing in theaters or you know that's like so when awesome. we just like go went and got a drink and like that kind of stuff like that's just i really like that concept um and it it worked tonally as far as the pacing goes it's like i think it's one of it, th- that movie has like some of the best pacing i've seen in a movie which like the pacing lends weight to the the character arcs i guess so mm-hmm. anyways
1: cool 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 anyway, cool yeah, cool cool it's a good movie
0: I like old movies now. Also, now, how are the you? Next watching... thing on my list. Is...
1: How are you watching all these movies? I'm so jealous of you.
0: Oh, uh, just the library.
1: Wait, really? That's so great. I go to the library just to get movies too. Yeah. Woo. Look how. Because cool. I have yeah. all the
0: books I could ever read, oh. so I don't really go to the library for those. Uh huh. Because I have a lot of books, but um, I I will go for like a movie or something. I got, uh, Kong Skull Island and Cloverfield too, but I don't think I'm gonna watch them. Wow. So You should at yeah, least watch I'll Cloverfield. Just, uh, I don't know if I have time is the thing. Because, you know, you only have like a week. And then you have to bring him back. And I have like two days left
1: or something. So. Uh, no, not two days. I got seven I movies. I've watched, I got seven movies and I've watched like three of Jeez. them already. That's yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's well, I, I, went...
0: I got four and I only watched two, so. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Next one I'm going to get is Whiplash, though.
1: Ooh, do it, do it, do it, do it.
0: Because apparently you can rent our movies even when you're not. Uh, you I don't know, know why you think that's a thing. I, I don't know why I thought that was like. I don't know why I thought like they'd just be like, "How oh, uh, your age?" There now that you're renting a movie. <laughs> can I? Movie. Can I
1: see an ID? It's not like you're getting alcohol or something. I know. Or, or buying kind of a lottery ticket, okay?
0: Yeah. Well, also there's this like r- real like weird stickler kind of a librarian. Uh, at the library i go to so like i could see her doing that like easily so i don't i don't know we'll see that's
1: nice oh boy okay and well, well you ha- you're you gonna have there. to update us on the next episode whether you can get an r movie yeah. well,
0: i don't know why that matters it's like uh, uh, it's just annoying having like a few months before i can just like go to an r movie
1: uh-huh A few months. Okay, well, I'm gonna end it now because you're making this longer so that I have a horrible time editing. That's because I hate you. Yes, you you know. Okay, goodbye now. Thank you for listening one final time. See ya. Thanks,
0: people, for rating us five stars. Oh, wow. Five stars.